Kevin Durant, a.k.a. Easy Money Sniper, has requested a trade, leaving the Brooklyn Nets, abandoning the ship after three years of disappointment, man. Wow. Welcome to another episode of the Buckets Mentality Podcast. We have a lot to unpack in this episode. On one hand, I didn't really expect this at this moment after Kyrie opted in, but by the same token, man, the, the Brooklyn Nets ship was sinking. It was down bad. He was going to go down with the ship, and we need to discuss it and break it down in terms of what it means for the landscape of the NBA. So it's looking like Katie's requesting a trade. It looks like the teams he's interested in going to are the Phoenix Suns and the Miami Heat right now. Maybe some more will come out later, but I had already been experimenting with the Phoenix Suns in particular because they do have a lot of assets to make this potential trade work. And obviously, Kyrie Irving had requested a trade before. So you were basically seeing that if Kyrie was out the door, KD is going to follow. And for me, the package I was looking at was surrounding DeAndre Ayton. Obviously, DeAndre Ayton is a star in this league that Phoenix doesn't really value in the same way. And they are not appreciating how talented he is. He's a big man that could be a double-double machine, that could be a high-level rebounder and a rim protector. So you throw in a guy like Mikel Bridges with him. Mikel Bridges is an elite perimeter defender. He finished second in the Defensive Player of the Year running, and he can shoot the three. He has underrated shot creation abilities. You attach a couple first-round picks, and you attach some pick swaps, and that seems like a pretty enticing package if I'm the Brooklyn Nets, especially if I already have Ben Simmons as my building block. I can have Ben Simmons. I can have DeAndre Aiden in the middle. I can have Mikel Bridges on the wing, and I can have a couple draft picks for compensation and then you're going to get a haul from Kyrie Irving as well probably you get some draft picks in a Kyrie Irving situation and then you have yourself a rebuild going and it's unfortunate for Brooklyn that it hasn't worked out the way that they expected it to but it is what it is KD is learning that it's not as easy as it seems to just go form a super team and try to win an NBA championship. And that's what he did when he tried to acquire James Harden. That didn't work out. James Harden dipped on him in about a year's time. And then now you're seeing Kyrie Irving with the trade request. It just, it hasn't worked out. And KD, when we talk about his legacy, when we talk about his impact on the game and what we want to see out of KD, we want to see him be the driving force of a championship team because he's that good. He's that talented. And when you put yourself in the elite of the elite class, those guys have all been the driving forces of championship teams. And he tried to do that with the Brooklyn Nets after joining an established core for Golden State. And he was not able to get it done, at least in this stop with the Brooklyn Nets. So now it's looking like Phoenix Suns. And if he does get his way to the Phoenix Suns, he's going to be in a very stacked Pacific division where you have teams like the Los Angeles Clippers. You have obviously the reigning and defending NBA champion Golden State Warriors. He would have to face Steph Curry and company four times a year. He'd also face LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers four times a year. And then the Sacramento Kings also exist within the division. So that would be very interesting, putting himself in the more difficult Western Conference And yes, the Phoenix Suns did make the finals just two years ago, and they had the most wins in the NBA throughout the regular season this year. So he would be joining a team that's already star-studded and already has accomplished a lot with their core. But Devin Booker is a guy 
that has already established himself as a scorer, as a shot creator. He can play a similar type of role as a Kyrie Irving. And then you have Chris Paul, the floor general, to set the table. I think that's something that KD realized to an extent with acquiring James Harden, that they needed a floor general, a willing playmaker and passer that was going to allow the game to be easier for the two shot creators and scorers. And that's what Chris Paul would provide with the Phoenix Suns, although he is getting up there in age. So that's something you worry about if you're Chris Paul. But this is a great moment for Chris Paul because he wants to compete and he wants to win an NBA championship. And Kevin Durant on the squad would definitely give him a better chance of doing that. However, if you're giving up this package, you're giving up two key rotation pieces. DeAndre Aiden is a star at this point, and Mikel Bridges defensively is a star. So you're giving up two really key players, some draft picks. Potentially you give up more than that. I personally don't know if I would do that, but you add Kevin Durant with a Devin Booker and a Chris Paul. Maybe you have Camp Johnson and JaVale McGee. Like, let's say that's the starting lineup. That's a contender, definitely in the Western Conference. But is that a team, especially with how stacked the West is, that I see winning the NBA championship? Do I think that squad will win the championship? I have my hesitations. I honestly don't know, especially if you're relying on Chris Paul to give you offensive production outside of just setting the table. Like if you want Chris Paul to get somewhere between 15 to 20 points a night, like we'll see if Chris Paul is capable of doing that next season on a somewhat consistent basis. You're going to need more on your top guys, Devin Booker and Kevin Durant to carry most of that load offensively. If you're sacrificing depth in your complementary pieces defensively too, losing two key Pillars of your defense, how is this Phoenix Suns team going to look on the defensive side of the ball is another question mark. Monty Williams is a great coach, and there's great structure within this Phoenix Suns organization, but I still don't know if if Kevin Durant moves on to this Phoenix Suns team if they're going to win an NBA championship. And I honestly would lean towards them not winning an NBA championship, and that's unfortunate, but we'll see. You know, they, they have a legitimate chance, and I do think it's a good move for Kevin Durant because the Brooklyn Nets ship is sinking. It's looking like the relationship between Kyrie Irving and the front office is damaged. It did not look like Kyrie was going to remain a Brooklyn Net after this season. Ben Simmons saga, you know, you don't really have time for a player that may not be ready for the big stage, the bright lights, and that type of atmosphere. So I understand him wanting to move on, but – I don't know if it's going to yield to championship-level success. Now, another destination that he's been rumored to be looking at is the Miami Heat. The Miami Heat have Jimmy Butler, who's a two-way star at this point, borderline superstar caliber player. And Eric Spolster, you got the Heat culture and everything like that. I think the Miami Heat package, I haven't thought about this one as much. I think it's a little less realistic of happening, but it would probably surround Tyler Hero, uh, Duncan Robinson, and a lot of draft capital. So I don't like that as much if I'm the Brooklyn Nets, and I don't really like that as much if I'm Kevin Durant, you know, at least from a realism standpoint. I think he would rather play with a guy like Devin Booker, you know, and have that similar shot creation dynamic. Although the Miami Heat may be the better odds of him winning an NBA championship because you would still be able to keep Bam out of bio in the middle. If you had to trade Bam, there's just no way to go to the Miami Heat. But if you kept Bam, one of the best defenders in the sport in the middle, if you have Jimmy Butler as a two-way star, if you have 
the Miami Heat culture and the fact that they can find undrafted free agents and just turn them into snipers. There would be no problem with depth. There would be no problem with defense. There would be no problem with culture and mindset. Those things that you may have worried about with the Brooklyn Nets would not exist with the Miami Heat. They were just one game away from the NBA Finals. So you know what you're getting into if you go to the Miami Heat. So if I'm Kevin Durant and there's some way that I can get myself to the Miami Heat, that would probably be the destination that I would prefer. I think a dark horse under the radar destination for him would be the Memphis Grizzlies. And because they do have depth, because they are building a culture and John Morant is a dog and it would kind of bring kind of a Russell Westbrook type of vibe. But John Morant's decision making his IQ for the game, I think it's stronger. So he could try to do something with John Morant over in Memphis. And I think that would be a very, very intriguing spot for him i mean the grizzlies finished with the second best record in the nba when you're looking at kd's decision you know he knows that he is one of the most elite individual basketball players to ever play the game he has an arsenal at seven feet tall where he can pull up over anybody he can score 30 with relative ease and he can just drop that onto a team that he, he needs all the other things to be set the structure can be set you know it's it's not a point where KD can build a culture from the ground up anymore. He tried that with Brooklyn for a couple years. He just doesn't have that type of time, and it's just not in his best interest. He needs to go somewhere not quite as stacked as Golden State. And, and this is what he should have done, by the way, in, in 2016 when he made his free agency decision. He needs to go somewhere with where they do have the culture, the style of play he wants to play, where he can just try, try to be there and – be the cog of that that team the go-to guy on both ends of the floor but he can't go to a team that like the goldens he can't go back to golden state you know already just won the title or 73 and 9 you know like this is more more like some of the other free agency moves we've seen in the past um so we'll see what happens you know i think this will be very interesting times. I hope KD is not just playing with us like Kyrie did and he just ends up staying with the Brooklyn Nets it's really interesting because KD has four years left on his contract, so he's going to be with whatever team that he goes to for a significant amount of time. So that's an interesting factor in this whole equation. But it be interesting to see how much teams give up for him and if he can deliver an NBA championship because, of, like I've said on numerous occasions, if he does not deliver a championship as the undisputed leader, centerpiece, best player on the team, it's not going to be the best of looks. We already know he's an all-time great, but to get to that next level, that's what he's got to do, and I think he knows that, which is why this whole trade request is coming. Let me know what you guys think about that. I'm out, y'all. Peace.